3: Brad Pitt suing Angelina Jolie. Yeah, it's shocking. Five years after their split, what has the exes at war again? I'm just going to leave it at that. Plus, why Kelly Clarkson is changing her name and Kim K's new interview in the wake of her battle with Kanye. There's so much chaos. Then... I learned where I've gone wrong. Celeb Cosmetic Procedure Regrets. The stars reveal what went wrong.
4: It's a very rare but unfortunate complication.
3: Plus... Plus, three, two, one, <laughs> E.T.'s exclusive on the set of The Batman.
1: I'm actually doing this.
3: <laughs> with our pats and Catwoman Zoe Kravitz. Then, only we're with Andy Garcia giving us a Father of the Bride update.
0: E.T. starts right now.
3: Just when you thought Brad Pitt and Angelina's divorce battle couldn't get any messier, well, now he's declaring a winery war. Welcome to Entertainment Tonight, everybody. Yeah, Yeah. you
4: remember the multi-million dollar vineyard where they got married. Well, now it's causing Brad to pop off on his ex.
2: This is a really high-stakes case. Not only is it personal between Angelina and Brad, there is a lot of money at stake here.
3: E.T. has obtained Brad's lawsuit, which accuses Angelina of selling their French vineyard to a Russian businessman without the actor's consent. The couple bought the 1,200-acre property, estimated to be worth $162 million back in 2008. Brad's attorney says the vineyard became Pitt's passion, and he helped grow it into a multimillion-dollar international success story. Legal expert Rachel Stockman says Brad claims he put sweat equity into the estate.
2: Brad is saying, I wanted to continue to run this business and continue to grow it. So down the line, if I wanted to sell it, it could have been worth even more. He filed this lawsuit basically saying, I want damages, and I want the court to declare your sale of your portion of the vineyard null and void.
3: Brad wants a trial by jury, and Kelly Clarkson wants a name change. In the wake of her divorce from Brandon Blackstock, Kelly's filed court documents asking to go by Kelly Brienne, her middle name. A source tells E.T. the title of The Kelly Clarkson Show will remain the same.
4: It's a great title.
3: The 39-year-old explained, my new name more fully reflects who I am. It may also be a way to distance herself from her father, Stephen Michael Clarkson.
0: I made something of myself and now you want to come
3: back. Her 2019 ballad Piece by Piece was about their contentious relationship. <laughs> And speaking of contentious, a source tells E.T. Pete Davidson has been trying to stay out of the drama between Kanye and Kim and knows there is a lot going on. Kim has unfollowed Kanye on Instagram. It happened after Ye blasted Pete for making jokes about him and posted this 2018 SNL video. Kanye, I know you're like, yo, this is the real me. I'm off the meds. Take him. E.T. also obtained Kanye's new court filing, objecting to Kim's petition to have a judge declare her single. In the main house,
2: I really like the calmness. In a
3: new video that dropped today, Kim explained to Vogue why her kitchen and home are minimally decorated.
5: I find that there's so much chaos out in the world that when I come home,
2: I want it to be just really quiet and I want everything to feel calming.
3: So while Kim and Kanye's divorce drama has no end in sight, Sister Courtney's sights are set on her upcoming wedding to Travis Barker. According to our source, the couple is planning the big day together, and Courtney has a, quote, specific vision in mind. Our source says they are open to growing their blended family of eight with children together. (laughs) Meanwhile, our source says Courtney's good friend Megan Fox was, quote, a little surprised to find out ex Brian Austin Green is expecting a son with girlfriend Sharna Burgess. But, quote, she's not overthinking how this new baby will affect the family dynamic. The exes peacefully co parent three sons together, and Brian says they get along great with Sharna.
1: I think she's amazing. My kids love her. It's a win-win right now.
3: I second it. I love spending time with the boys, I love having them in my life. According to our source, Sharna is embracing her journey to motherhood, and quote, friends wouldn't be surprised if an engagement happened soon. Now to Zendaya and Tom Holland's ridiculously adorable date night.
1: Yes, my spider lord. <laughs>
3: The two attended last night's Rangers hockey game in matching jerseys that featured each other's names on the back. The couple was joined by Tom's younger brother, Harry, and Zendaya's Euphoria co-star, Hunter Schaefer. Maybe this night out will get Tom one step closer to that Euphoria cameo.
5: Your boy Tom Holland said he would love a cameo. I mean, what does he have to do to show up for season
3: three? Listen, we, we talked about it. We joked about, like, just, just fitting him into the background. <laughs> it was an Easter egg see if someone can, can spot him. I mean we all wanna see that, but I think a cameo on euphoria is the last thing on Tom's mind at that game. <laughs> now Zendaya is super gritty on the show, but you know she's also a fashion goddess, right? We see you with this. Well, this supermodel, Linda Evangelista, is making headlines for regretting changing up her look with the doctor's help. And Linda's not the only one. Tonight, E.T. examines the stars racked with remorse after a cosmetic procedure.
2: First thought she won't want address me with that. Sticking up. Of my body.
3: Linda claims she is permanently disfigured due to a rare reaction from a popular fat freezing procedure called cool sculpting
4: The issue is that it's a very rare but unfortunate complication where rather than eliminate or shrink uh, some of the fat cells, it actually does the opposite.
3: The former supermodel unveiled those masses of fat cells to people and is now suing for $50 million. I had some
5: plastic surgery that I wasn't happy that and when you're not happy with yourself physically, it's hard to be happy inside.
3: In 2004, Sharknado star Tara Reed suffered a humiliating red carpet wardrobe malfunction that revealed her botched breast implants.
4: So Tara Reed's nipple shape is a potential complication. Now the majority of patients it feels as a nice thin line, but in her case, it widened and it gave that boxy shape to the areola.
3: Tara ended up having corrective surgery and regained her confidence. So I think once I fixed myself physically, I just feel completely better about myself. Heidi! I have regrets of getting so many procedures. In 2010, The Hills New Beginnings star Heidi Montag was just 23 years old when she underwent 10 procedures in one day, including breast implants, a brow lift, a nose job, and chin augmentation.
4: It's just an impulsive decision that I was too young to make. That was one of the lowest points in my life.
3: In 2014, Law & Order SVU star Stephanie March suffered an infection from her breast augmentation. It got so bad the seam on her right breast burst. I believe it was an allergic reaction, which is true in 1% of the people who have this surgery. Janice Dickinson told ET she believes her implants may have made it harder to spot her breast cancer diagnosis.
2: If I had to play my life over again, I would have never gotten breast implants in the first place.
3: One of this year's Oscar hosts, Amy Schumer, recently revealed the results of getting liposuction, which she loves. But a month earlier, the comic had cheek fillers dissolved, saying, quote, I looked like Maleficent.
4: Listen, is the risk worth the reward? That's up to the patient. Can it happen? Yes. Does it usually happen? No.
3: Listen, just do your research and make your own choices, right? All right, now let's talk about these changing faces. All the actors who've played Batman over the last 30 years. We've had everyone from George Clooney to Ben Affleck. Well, now it's Robert Pattinson. His movie, The Batman, is about to fly into theaters and only E.T. can take you behind the scenes.
1: You put on the suit and you immediately feel incredibly powerful.
3: Three, two, one, (laughs) out!
1: But then... Ten minutes later, you realize if I even slightly exert myself, I'm pouring sweat. It's just incredibly surreal sometimes. And you're like, wait, that? Oh, I'm actually doing this. <laughs> like, just, it's, uh,
5: it's fun though.
3: Arpatz trained for seven weeks prior to shooting the first fight scene in The Batman, but he admits he was prepping long before that for his role as the Caped Crusader.
1: 2019, and I, did, I mean, I literally was traveling with of Batman comics. I mean, it was, like an entire suitcase filled, and I think I must have read just so many. Of them.
3: Zoe Kravitz told us the subtle ways she portrays a more realistic Catwoman. We're not doing things that don't feel possible. I'm not wearing shoes. I couldn't walk in. If I couldn't pick somebody up, I won't do it, you know? And yeah, there's the Batmobile, and Wayne Manor is very stately for being built on a soundstage, but the biggest transformation? Colin Farrell as the Penguin.
2: I lost my mind. I couldn't believe it. Colin walked up to set and I was like, no, no.
3: Also starring in The Batman when it hits theaters March 4th, John Turturro as a Gotham City crime boss. Rachel Smith sat down with him and got all the details
2: you going to scare me with that mask and that cape. We hear the film is just under 3 hours. Have you seen any of it? I just saw it. Yeah, you a good villain. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to be in it.
3: John's also starring in the new series Severance, streaming now on Apple TV+. He joins Adam Scott, Patricia Arquette, and Trimal Tillman who are all part of a staff pushing work-life balance, balance to the extreme. Ben Stiller directs.
0: I give consent to sever my memories between my work life and my personal life.
2: The technology that we see here, if it did exist, would you guys want to sever your personal and your professional lives?
0: I don't know, I feel like maybe when I was younger I would do it just because it sounds interesting.
5: Yeah, I mean, it'd be weird not to know a whole section of your life that's happening. For me, now that my kids are grown, I feel like I actually have a little more space to not carry a lot of guilt. There were times where it's like, I would work all night and then start setting up for a kid's birthday party. Now I do feel like I have a little more space in my life to have a little less pressure.
3: Look, Mama needed a break. I yeah. get it. I get it, too. <laughs> you get <girl>. it. <laughs> I might not get it, but you get it. Now, listen, Matt, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to rock out. You hear that, right? Oh,
4: you're ready to rock out? Well, I think I know someone who can help. Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl turned horror movie villain? Just play Scaring his co-stars on and off screen.
2: I, you. I actually hate you.
4: Then, we open up the E.T. vault with
5: Wayne and Garth. This is a big, big, huge, huge movie.
4: Wait do you hear how Rob Lowe landed his Wayne's World role on his wedding day.
0: I had to come home immediately.
5: Okay, it's time to commit.
4: That is the Foo Fighters rocking out Sunday at a post Super Bowl show. Next weekend, get ready for their first feature film. Not a concert movie, this is a horror comedy with a title that's downright devilish. Only E.T. was at the premiere where frontman Dave Grohl told me the spooky idea was all his. How do you call the guys and you're like, hey, I have this great idea,
0: wild movie, and boom, we're here? Foo Fighters need to make a record. We don't want to use the studio. We find a creepy old house. We wind up recording in the house. The house is haunted. I become possessed. I kill the whole band, and then I go solo. Let's finish the track. Can we just wait, dude?
4: Did it take convincing on his behalf to get you guys on board this wild, amazing horror film? No, because we're kind of used to Dave's oh, wild ideas. Dave described Studio 666 as sort of the Shining meets Amityville Horror and Evil Dead. The Foo Fighters co-stars include Will Forte, Jenna Ortega, and Lionel Richie. We all have writer's block.
0: He was written into the script. The screenwriters didn't know that I actually know him. Like, I, I know him. So when I read the script, I was like, oh my god, I'll just text him. And so I texted him. I'm like, dude, we're making a horror film. You want to be in it? And he was like,
4: absolutely. That was it. Comedian Whitney Cummings is also in the horror comedy hitting theaters next Friday. She plays their neighbor.
2: I've known Dave for, you know, a couple years. And so we had sort of talked about doing maybe some music videos together because the Foo Fighters, you know, famously do such funny, weird music videos. Yeah, music- I, I actually hate you.
4: All I'm saying is Dave Grohl scared all of us. I might be wearing diapers on the red carpet from now on. Not right now. On the red carpet. (laughs) Now, in case you were wondering, the Foo Fighters aren't giving up music for acting. They are playing different festivals before going out on tour in May.
3: One of the best bands ever. Well, let's keep this party going now, celebrating 30 years of Wayne's World! (laughs) Wayne's World! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Oh, Entertainment Tonight. Our flashback to the excellent set as the cast shares stories you haven't heard.
5: And looking at Mike, Uh, Mike got
0: chills.
3: And is another sequel in the works.
0: I want you to do another Wayne's World.
3: Then our Andy Garcia exclusive. Still hanging. Talking Father of the Bride and making a third Mamma Mia movie.
2: I've heard some rumors about it.
3: Just (laughs) look.
0: It's a blender.
3: Exactly. Oh, it's been 30 years since Steve Martin made us all laugh and cry in Father of the Bride. And the revival with Andy Garcia and Gloria Stefan just got its premiere date, June 16th, on HBO Max. Now, I sat down for an exclusive with Andy, who is all in on his on screen other half. So, listen, we know that Gloria sings. Your body, your body, baby, to the sun, we you heard you sing in Mamma Mia. <laughs> Hear the distant drums and sounds of bugle calls were coming from afar. Maybe a duet on Father of the Bride? Maybe some
0: uh, that wasn't suggested. I would have done it, but that wasn't suggested. No. Gloria doesn't sing in the movie, actually. She but she acts th- she acts beautifully in the film, you know. She's great in the film.
3: How about another Mamma Mia?
0: I've heard some yeah, rumors about us it. too But I I haven't seen anything specific.
3: We need more, Fernando. (laughs) Don't you think?
0: Sure, why not? Would you be down? To be with Cher again, of course.
3: Aloha, Jackie. Well, now Andy's starring as Megan Fox's husband in Big Gold Brick. Oscar Isaac co-stars and executive produced the movie with Kristen Wiig. Andy's a con man trying to get his biography written in the dark comedy hitting theaters and digital next Friday. In the movie, you have a very strained marriage with Megan Fox's character.
2: <laughs> Floyd tells me that the two of you are working We're on a book. It's a secret. Is it? Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I just did another movie with her, mm-hmm. The Expendables, I did with her. And I had actually more interaction in the Expendables than I might have had in this movie. And I actually had dialogue. In this movie, we have, she's sort of an aloof, aloof and kind yeah. of cold. She was
3: great. But the ultimate leading lady in Andy's life? daughter, Daniela's four-month-old little girl, Violet Rose. Yep, Andy's a first-time granddad. What do you so, want her to call you?
0: I've been saying Papa, you know, but mm-hmm. pa- Stephen Borello's is the father, goes, yeah, that's my name. <laughs> and I go, okay, so whatever.
3: <laughs> I know. like Papa. I like I said,
0: we'll see who she calls Papa first, man. <laughs> call Andy Papa
3: first. <laughs> Listen, Papa is about to celebrate 40 years of marriage this year, and Andy and his wife, Marie V, tied the knot in 1982. They've been together since 1975.
4: Though. I love it. Isn't I that amazing? It. I'm a believer.
3: Oh, I love you. Now let's <laughs> take you back to 1992, when Mike Myers and Dana Carvey introduced you to... Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Good job.
4: <laughs> it just <laughs> turned 30, and E.T. is partying on Party with on. Wayne and Garth themselves. Party on, Matt. Party on, e. T. Party on, E.T.
0: I have three kids now Nine, six, and five And they watched it And at the part in Bohemian Rhapsody When it kicks and do I was like, I wonder if they're gonna do it And sure enough ga, 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 gun.
4: E.T. was on set with the guys in
5: 1991 Oh, Entertainment Tonight This is a big, big, huge, huge movie 17,000 people Some six years in the making, four years of script development. It's quite a production.
4: Of course, none of that was true. This movie was about music.
5: We're not worthy!
4: We're not worthy! Women and catchphrases that never went away. Yeah, right. Excuse me? Swing! Swing!
5: Something you didn't know about the comedy classic? There is a draft where I'm not even in it. (gasps) And then three weeks before, they said, well, here's this movie role guard, and um, you only work three days a week, and you get to stay home, and and here's how much money we're going to give you. So, I mean, it was a pretty easy
0: decision. Rob Lowe played the villain. I get a phone call from Lauren Michaels. He says, I need you to come to uh, this dinner with the studio. And I said, Lauren, I'm getting married right now. I'm in my tuxedo. I'm on my way to the venue. And he goes, well, then I guess you coming for dessert is out of the question. When I arrived at my honeymoon, I got a fax from Paramount saying my deal had closed in Wayne's World and I had to come home immediately. And I never went on my honeymoon because I came back and shot Wayne's World.
4: Hey, shut
5: up, Lowe. Just back off, man.
4: Wayne's World was 1992's eighth highest grossing film. Three decades later, could we see a reboot? The nine-year-old is like, I, I want you to do another Wayne's World and these pitching ideas to me.
3: <laughs> well, if you're asking me about the sequel, I'll have to say yes. Why not? Good. I mean, the basement in Aurora, Illinois is waiting for another movie. It is waiting and begging and praying. Let's go. Come on,
4: cable access. All right, (laughs) coming up, guess which star is wigging out to play a pop culture
3: legend? Oh, I want to know. Shia!
5: (laughs) The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet.
2: Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. Slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month.
1: Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show? Even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
0: Her waterworks are so aggressive.
3: Yeah. Join us Monday for our American Idol exclusive. Plus, only we've got Michael B. Jordan's on-set bloopers with director Denzel Washington.
0: The baby said no. Okay, yeah. I know who the real director
4: is. Before we go, you remember when Weird Al Yankovic parodied the hit Riding with his version, <laughs> White and Nerdy? Yep. Well, there was a blink and you missed a Harry Potter reference in the video. And now check out Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe, dressed as the musician.
3: Say Riding and White and Nerdy again. That was really funny. Daniel's Currently shooting the biopic Weird, the Al Yankovic story for Roku. And look at him. He looks exactly like him. So, so good. Bye, everybody. We'll see you on Monday.
1: If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.